Hi, this is John Butters, Senior Earnings Analyst at FactSet, and welcome to this week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight Podcast. The FactSet Earnings Insight Podcast provides commentary and analysis on corporate earnings for the S&P 500. This analysis is based on content published in the FactSet Earnings Insight Report, which is available each week on the FactSet website at www.factset.com. We'll start this week's podcast with a preview of the key metrics for the first quarter earnings season for the S&P 500, which starts in about five weeks. Then we'll discuss two topics of the week. First, we'll talk about the number of S&P 500 companies commenting on inflation on fourth quarter earnings calls. Second, we'll talk about the number of S&P 500 companies commenting on Ukraine on fourth quarter earnings calls. But first, let's look ahead to the first quarter earnings season for the index. Analysts and companies have been more pessimistic compared to recent quarters in their estimate revisions and earnings outlooks for the first quarter. As a result, expected earnings for the S&P 500 for the first quarter are lower today compared to the start of the quarter. The index is expected to report single-digit earnings growth for the first quarter for the first time since the fourth quarter of 2020. In terms of estimate revisions, analysts have decreased earnings estimates in aggregate for S&P 500 companies for the first quarter. We typically look at the change in the bottom-up EPS estimate for the index to measure EPS estimate revisions by analysts. The bottom-up EPS estimate for the first quarter has decreased by eight-tenths of a percent since December 30th. Over the past four quarters, the bottom-up EPS estimate increased by 4.2% on average during the quarter. However, in a typical quarter, the bottom-up EPS estimate usually decreases by 4-5% during the quarter. In terms of guidance, more S&P 500 companies have issued negative EPS guidance for the first quarter compared to recent quarters as well. In determining whether guidance is positive or negative, we compare the projection of the company to the mean EPS estimate of the analysts at the time of the guidance. At this point in time, 94 companies in the index have issued EPS guidance for the first quarter. Of these 94 companies, 65 have issued negative guidance and 29 have issued positive guidance. Over the past four quarters, only 45 S&P 500 companies on average issued negative guidance for the quarter. With 65 out of 94 companies providing negative guidance, the percentage of companies issuing negative guidance is 69%, which is above the five-year average of 60%. Because of the downward estimate revisions and more companies issuing negative guidance, the estimated year-over-year earnings growth rate for the first quarter is lower today than the estimate at the start of the quarter. The S&P 500 is expected to report year-over-year earnings growth of 4.8% as of today, compared to the estimated year-over-year earnings growth rate of 5.8% back on December 31st. If 4.8% is the actual growth rate for the quarter, it will mark the lowest year-over-year earnings growth rate reported by the index since the fourth quarter of 2020 at 3.8%. Seven of the 11 sectors are projected to report year-over-year earnings growth, led by the energy sector at 221%, the industrial sector at 32%, and the material sector at 31%. On the other hand, four sectors are projected to report a year-over-year decline in earnings, led by the financial sector at negative 23% and the consumer discretionary sector at negative 12%. Looking ahead, analysts are calling for earnings growth of 5.2% in the second quarter and 9.1% for all of 2022. The forward 12-month P.E. ratio is 18.5, which is below the five-year average of 18.6, but above the 10-year average of 16.8. It is also below the forward P.E. ratio of 21.3, recorded at the end of the fourth quarter back on December 31st, 
as prices have decreased while forward earnings estimates have increased over the past few months. And during the week, one S&P 500 company is scheduled to report results for the fourth quarter, and three S&P 500 companies are scheduled to report results for the first quarter. High-profile companies expected to report earnings during the week include FedEx. Now let's move on to our first topic of the week, which is comments on inflation by S&P 500 companies on fourth quarter earnings calls. The market continues to be concerned about higher inflation. Consumer prices increased by 7.9% in February, which was the largest year-over-year increase since 1982. In light of these recent high inflation numbers, have more S&P 500 companies than normal commented on inflation during their earnings conference calls for the fourth quarter? Well, facts at Document Search, which allows users to search for keywords or phrases across multiple document types, was used to answer this question. Through Document Search, facts that search for the term inflation and the conference call transcripts of all the S&P 500 companies that conducted earnings conference calls from December 15th through March 11th. Of these companies, 356 cited the term inflation during their earnings calls for the fourth quarter, which is well above the five-year average of 144. In fact, this is the highest number of S&P 500 companies citing inflation on earnings calls going back to at least 2010 using current index constituents and going back in time. The previous record was 304, which occurred in the previous quarter. In addition, the fourth quarter marked the highest percentage of S&P 500 companies citing inflation on quarterly earnings calls, going back again to at least 2010 at 74%. At the sector level, the industrial sector at 61 and the financial sector at 52 have the highest number of companies that cited inflation on earnings calls for the fourth quarter. On the other hand, the consumer staple sector at 100% and the material sector at 89% have the highest percentages of companies that cited inflation on their fourth quarter earnings calls during this period. Given the high number of S&P 500 companies that have cited inflation on fourth quarter earnings calls, have net profit margin expectations for the first quarter been revised? The estimated net profit margin for the S&P 500 for the first quarter is 12.2%, which is below the estimate of 12.4% recorded back on December 31st. Eight sectors have seen a decrease in their first quarter net profit margin estimates since December 31st, led by the industrial sector. Now let's move on to our second topic of the week, which is comments on Ukraine by S&P 500 companies on their fourth quarter earnings calls. Given the escalation of the military conflict in Ukraine in recent weeks, have S&P 500 companies commented on the situation in Ukraine on their earnings calls for the fourth quarter? Again, FactSet Document Search was used to answer this question. Through Document Search, FactSet searched for the term Ukraine in the conference call transcripts of all the S&P 500 companies that conducted earnings conference calls from December 15th through March 11th. Of these companies, 45 have cited the term Ukraine on their earnings calls for the fourth quarter, which is well above the five-year average of four. In fact, this is the highest number of S&P 500 companies citing Ukraine on earnings calls going back to at least 2010, using current index constituents and going back in time. The previous record was 40, which occurred in the first quarter of 2014. In terms of timing, there was a substantial increase in the number of S&P 500 companies citing Ukraine on earnings calls starting the week of February 14th. From December 15th through February 14th, only 10 S&P 500 companies cited Ukraine on their earnings calls for the fourth quarter. From February 15th through March 11th, 35 S&P 500 companies cited Ukraine on their earnings calls for the fourth quarter. Since the escalation of the military conflict on February 23rd, 
25 S&P 500 companies have cited Ukraine on earnings calls for the fourth quarter. Of these 25 companies, 18 expressed support and concern for their employees and clients in Ukraine, and more broadly for the people of Ukraine. 11 companies discussed the potential business or economic impact of the conflict. Six companies also discussed higher oil and energy prices in conjunction with their comments on Ukraine. These numbers do not add to 25, as some companies commented on multiple topics. This concludes our podcast for this week. Thank you for listening. For more information on the topics discussed today and other market-moving trends, please visit the FactSet website at www.factset.com and check out the full FactSet Earnings Insight Report, our FactSet Insight blog, and our Street Account podcasts. And of course, stay tuned for next week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight podcast. (music)